All right, this is Bernard. And this is Samir. And welcome to another episode of Angry Blurds. Where the nerds are black and the nerds are angry. All right, so what have you been up to this week, sir? Uh, trying to get to Friday. Woo! Mission accomplished. I'm going to say, well, yeah, you succeeded. And lucky for you, you don't have to work tomorrow. Unlucky, unlucky for me, I do. I but mean, I got to get a nine to five, bro. I have a nine to five. It's just the machine that I'm working on. No one else knows how to run it. So, and this order has to be done, I think, by the 25th or something like that. Well, cheers to being underappreciated and overskilled. Well, no, I'm tired of being underappreciated. I need a raise. I already told them that. Give me a raise or I'm going to walk out. <laughs> Sorry, that was a hiccup. Oh, was it? I thought it was a cry for help. No, that was a hiccup. All right. Uh, what's what bit of news you got first, sir? All right. Well, the fan reactions to uh, Wonder Woman 1984 are positive as all get out. I gotta say, we haven't really talked about this movie at all, but I'm really excited. We kind of talked about it a little bit. I mean, but then again, we really haven't had that much stuff shown besides the teaser from what four months ago. Yeah, six I guess. months ago. And then, like we just got a little bit of. Um, Kirsten Wiggs, Cheetah. Is it Kirsten? Yeah, it's Kirsten Wiggs, right? Yeah. yeah. Kirsten, 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 Kirsten? Whoever. Kirsten, Kirsten Wiggs? Yeah, we, know Kirsten. Who, we, know who, we know who we talking about. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was, kind of I was kind of iffy about her um, her casting as Cheetah because I would have pictured someone differently, but um, someone someone different. But, you know, I mean, I, she's growing on me as, as a character. So, yeah, I'm excited. I mean, I just want them to go. I don't want them to cop out and go, you know, and, and go Chris Nolan on it, you know? No, give us a anthropomorphic Catwoman uh, well, hybrid shit, you know? I vaguely remember seeing something said that, like, she's going to slowly start to transition into an actual cheetah. Yeah, that just go full on. Do not give us uh, some real-world explanation, uh, Chris Nolan BS. It worked in Dark Knight trilogy. It should not work anywhere else. Go full on or not at all, you know. I don't. We don't need another Christian. We don't need another um, Nolan bat or 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 Joker. Essentially, where they just where everything just has to be have a real world counterpart to it. But yeah. let's you know let's uh, let's give the Joker you know mental disorders and uh let's uh, make the cities uh, you know rife with unrest and um, classism. That's a very very compelling story, but I think it makes a very boring comic book um, narrative. It was but basically I, the Bronx Tale. Yeah, we're oh, talking about Joker, taxi right? Driver, yeah, we're no, talking about the, Taxi yeah. Driver. Yeah, Robert De Niro movie. Robert De Niro movie. So, yeah. yeah. Anyways, I, I don't want to beat a dead horse with stick. I, I've already stated my uh, opinion of Joker, um, and whatnot. We don't have to get on that again. But like I said, I have high hopes for this movie. They need to go all the way or not at all. Yeah. And honestly, and and, and and with the with the addition of the suit and the wings, I think they're going all the way. Anyways, they, there's no there's no way to pull any, There's no reason to pull punches. You know, I still don't think this movie was necessary i'm still gonna see it because of the simple fact that why don't you think it's necessary because of the simple fact that she said ever since steve quote unquote died she has never raised her sword so she I'm didn't gonna... say that she was, she was being reactionary is what she was saying she she's reacting to conflict as opposed to being vigilant she stopped being vigilant because um steve died if you read between her lines she was still saying there's no reading between the lines i'm reading what the lines actually said I don't know. I think you uh, missed this. Is, we uh, just admit, man. We 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 are going to go see it anyway. This movie is a cash grab. 
It's not a cash grab. They just, <laughs> they just have my money by a coincidence. <laughs> but yeah, it is a cash grab. But we are still gonna go see one. Isn't of them everything movies. a cash grab? Not the off, not the one shoot movies. Whatever. Perfect example. We're not gonna get an except Inception two. We might. Really, you think Nolan's gonna go and make another Inception? I, I think his kids can come back and say, Dad's going back in the dream world. We got to save him. And the prom's tomorrow. Yeah, don't ever do that again. That was no, just... I'm just saying, man. You <laughs> need to call him up. I got a script for him. I can't with you. All right. So in the world of Warner Brothers in D.C., they have split the D.C. fandom into two events. So the first event is still going to be happening tomorrow. So it's going to be called the Hall of Heroes. And then the interactive event called Explore the Multiverse will follow up on September 12th. So how do you feel about them splitting that up into two events? Uh, Because we still don't know what's still included in this one and what's going to be in Explore the Multiverse. Because that might just like be a lot of TV stuff and games, who knows, or comics. I don't know. It's like they have, they're kind of working uphill to get my attention at this point. Well, like I said, I still want to try to watch as much of this stuff as possible, despite the fact that I have to work tomorrow. And hopefully I can get well, you off. You can always watch it after it's done. It's not the same. Oh my God. It's the same. Nothing is the same if, if you it don't watch it in real time. Be, it doesn't have to be live. I guess. And the Batman will reportedly resume filming early uh, next month. So, because yeah, they I, definitely want to get the that. production done yeah. by the end of this year. They're back in London. So, yeah. Which, why are they in London in the first place? Is the movie taking place in London? No. You know, most movies take place. I mean, most movies are filmed in the UK, more or less. Like Captain America, the first Avenger, the whole movie was shot in London. Just because of all the uh, brick and mortar, I guess. We don't well, really also know. World War Two and whatnot, or one. Well, yeah, London looks vintage world. No, World War Two. London still looks vintage World War Two with the college. Hang on, hang on. I'm gonna apologize for my lack of history. Weren't we fighting Japan in World War Two? Nazis World War One, weren't they? It's World War Two. Do you not recall Captain America issue one punching Hitler in the face? Yeah, but I thought that was World War One. So no, World War One. Japan was also World War Two. They bombed Pearl Harbor. See, that's what my, my history is all jacked up. Like I said, I apologize <laughs> to my mother for, for the embarrassment right there because it's just, just terrible, terrible history. Don't apologize to your mother. Blame the Broward County school system or, you know, not blame them and just blame yourself for not, you know, really remembering history. Listen, 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 listen. Did you not watch Pearl Harbor with Ben Affleck? No, that movie was terrible. I didn't watch it either. I don't even know why I said that. Who did that? Michael Bay? Um, Sure. I think it was either him or Jerry Prokheimer. All right. What do you got, man? Uh, what do I have? Yeah, you're right. It was the Nazis in 1945. Yeah. I know it was the Nazis. You know, Auschwitz killed 1.1 million people. Eww. Yes. Okay. Well, I'm sorry about the downer, people. All right. Um, yeah. So. Uh, that's it was directed by Michael Bay. <laughs> Yeah, I know. And produced by Bay and uh, Bruckheim. I didn't know Cuba Gooding Jr. and Kate Beckinsale were in that movie. Oh, what's a weird mixture of people. Yeah. You can play Six Degrees. 
I'm not doing six degrees. Six degrees of, is fun. Six degrees of Hulu. Just pick two actors and you find out what films they, that connects them. So in this case, Bruhar would be a good starting off point for a lot of films. Okay. Anyways, I digress. So uh, this news surprised the heck out of me. So in addition to eventually, uh, I think next month we're getting uh, Mulan, apparently we're also getting Jordan Peele's Antebellum. The hell is Antebellum? Are you kidding me? Surely no, you just, I... sir. <laughs> Antebellum was supposed to be um, Jordan Peele's new uh, socially uh, aware horror movie. It, and I guess it takes place during slavery time, hence the name Antebellum. Uh, and it, yeah, it just never, it, it, I think it got delayed because of, you know, obvious reasons. And now it's coming to uh, streaming next month. I'm really excited. To oh, see yeah, it. the Janelle Monet thing. Yes, yes. Okay, you remember her, but you don't remember the movie. Okay. I mean, I'm not mad at you because she's, she's uh, very alluring, but seriously, bro. Stay, you stay said Jordan Peele. I don't think Jordan Peele got nothing to do with this movie. Yeah, he does. Isn't he doing this movie? No, I am looking at the um, credits right now. Jordan Peele ain't got a damn thing to do yeah, with it. Yeah, he is. He's doing it. Hang on a second. No, he's not. It's directed by Gerard Bush and Christopher Renz. Nah, man. He, crazy. His name sure? ain't nothing. I'm looking at it on Wikipedia right now, man. You sure? Yes. Huh. Nah, real? Yes. Yeah. The, only, the, only, the only thing Jordan Peele got coming up is Candyman. Maybe that's what got confused. I was looking at both these films at the same time. Huh. Once I say you seen Jenna Malone. Who? Jenna Malone. Uh I have no idea. She has a cut. She was in Batman v Superman and they cut her role. She was in um she was in uh uh, uh what was that movie called? Uh Zack Snyder's terrible movie. Um God, what am I drawing a black in this? Sucker Punch. Sucker Punch, yeah, she was in that. Yeah, I didn't watch that. She was in Hunger Games. Well, then that was it. The Hunger Games was the last thing I saw her in. Jeez. All right. Well, hang on. So he's only doing Candyman. Okay. So I could have sworn, huh? Crazy. I to- totally thought that this movie was uh was done by him. Huh? And Gabrielle Sedebay is in it as well. Yeah, she is. And Kersey Clemens. She is. Yeah, Kersey Clemens. Yeah, she's in. Yeah. And Eric Lane. I have no idea who Eric Lane is. Really. You should, he's been some, a lot of stuff. You, you had to have seen this guy in something. Uh, I don't know. I'm looking at this guy now. He looks like a psychopath. All right. Well, he, he's yeah. He's he's got a very extensive filmography. First yeah, thing he, I saw was the Bernie Mac show. Yeah, he's he's one of those guys. The, yeah. You know, the faces like Walton Goggins. I was going to say guy. he will never be Walton Goggins. He won't be Walton Goggins. Walton Goggins, Walton Goggins is that guy. Or oh, what's the other dude? Man, you don't see him anymore, but he used to be that guy. Um, crap. He was in Days and Confused. And, and he was in um, uh, Two Days in Paris. Oh, that you just named two movies I haven't seen. Oh my god! Hang on, I got, I got to hang on. This guy, this guy's name. Oh my goodness! Really? It's gonna drive me crazy. Anyways, yeah, we, Adam Goldberg. Crazy. Yeah, Adam Goldberg. That guy. He's he used to be, he used to be that guy too. And now, where is Adam Goldberg? He was on God Friend of Me, which just got canceled. Oh okay. Well, I, I, at least he's staying busy. Yeah, Adam Goldberg's working. He was on a couple episodes of White Collar. I oh, so he that is show. that guy still. Yes, he is still that guy. Okay, cool. All right, anyways, but yeah, Antebellum uh, got the director and writer mixed up. But anyways, yeah, that's coming to streaming soon. And um, I'm really excited because I was waiting for this movie. Yeah, I'll give it a shot. Uh, I just want to know where it's going to be. 
I mean, as far as streaming services goes, um, probably it'll hit on demand. So you'll yeah, it says uh, it says on demand September eighteenth. Yeah, so you just buy it or wherever for like six bucks and then just watch it. So yeah, they're not gonna sell that for six bucks. They're gonna sell it for like twenty something bucks. Mm-hmm. Some movies, uh, no, I'm trying to. Remember, I've, I've no, just... no, I'm sorry. It's um, twenty to rent. Like they're probably gonna do the theater thing, like Trolls and everybody else did, where it was like twenty four dollars to rent it. Why would you rent something for that expensive? Because I mean, people are sheep. I'm like, damn, they just want you to steal it. Yeah. Like, wait till Mulan hit. Let's see how much money that make. I'm just waiting for the reviews first. All right. Yeah. All right. So I got a bit of news. Let me go back to it. So I'm surprised you didn't jump into this. You jumped in the antebellum of all things. I want to see that movie. Sony has tapped Olivia Wilde to direct a Marvel movie. I and saw it, that. Yes. And everyone keeps thinking that it's going to be Spider-Woman. It, okay. Look, Olivia Wilde is on this, on this role. Like she is on a role of empowerment and, and liberation. And I love it. All right. I mean, she, she's just been knocking them out the park, man. Has she? She's only directed one movie and that was Booksmart. Well, she's also been acting in a lot of movies, but um, there was this other movie. She what was the name of this movie? I saw it. The other I almost, year. I almost said Psylocke, but that was Olivia Munn. Oh, you suck! I always get them confused just because. Why though? They look completely different. I know they look complete. It's I guess it's the. They Olivia. have a completely different skill set too. It's like seriously, do they? They both did crappy movies. Yeah, but they both are doing good movies now, though. At least Olivia Wilde is. I don't even know what the hell Olivia Munn is doing with her life. Last thing I remember seeing her in was. X-Men. Oh, she was in Office Christmas Party. Oh, yeah. So that was the last. Oh, no. She was in The Predator. That was the last thing I saw her in. Oh, yeah. That was, oof. Ooh, Olivia. Oh, mm, she needed Well, I mean. The Predator was, was was all right. It was awful. It was awful. Did you watch it? I don't have to watch it. It was, they made, it was a comedy. Why is The Predator a comedy? Why are they making a joke out of it? It wasn't a comedy. It just had comedic moments. I'm sorry. So let me get it straight. The first Predator was about a bunch of uh, commandos getting massacred in the in the jungle. The, what was the laughs in that? Where what was the time for any uh, uh, laughs? There was you son of a bitch. That's not intentional though. That's just really? making fun of an accent. I don't know. It's been so long since I've seen the first Predator. Anyways, a, a, a vigilante. There we go. What are yeah. we talking about? What are you talking about? Olivia Wilde's movie. She had a movie last year. I think oh. it was last year. Yeah, it came out last year, uh, A Vigilante. Well, okay. you just can't randomly start saying things like A Vigilante. I was like, what well, are you anyway, she, pro- she produced and she wrote that movie. No, she produced and starred in it. I'm sorry, she produced and starred in it. Yeah, but great film. And uh, yeah, she was a lead, uh, lead, sing- uh, lead singer, lead actress in that movie. And God, course, I feel like my life sucks. She's only two years older than us, but she looks older. What do you mean? Olivia Wilde's only 36. Yes, she looks like a vision. What are you talking about? I don't know. Maybe this is just a bad picture. What are you looking at? Lady Wild's gorgeous. I'm on Wikipedia. Yeah. Okay. Well, she's gorgeous. Google her. I know what Olivia Wilde looks like. Thank you very much. I'd be a shoe because you, you said she looked, she's two years old and she looks too old. Furthermore, she can look as old as she wants. All women can look attractive too. Tisk, tisk, Bernard. Tisk, tisk. I know you ain't talking this. You're going to alienate our female listeners. Says the guy who called crap. I can't even remember her name now. Well, whatever you're saying is the goddamn lie because you're a lying whore. Do I? You didn't listen to the last episode. I've been adding in sound bites of you messing up stuff. 
don't know what you're talking about. We're messing up stuff. <laughs> when you call Mark Paul Gossler, Mark Paul Gossamer. That, I don't see it has anything to do with misogyny, sir. We're no, about your sexism. No, but you call their, Nia DaCosta baby girl like three times. I mean, is that, is that patronizing? I just, I yes, just, it is. And you apologized. I did already. not apologize. Okay, well, you, you know did. what? You know what? I didn't. Well, you know what? You suck. <laughs> but, but yeah. So, I still want to know what the movie is. Yeah, I'm thinking it's either Spider Woman or a Black Cat movie. Oh, well, the problem is it's done by Sony. I don't. Not, I'm not that excited about it. Well, like we said, we only got two more movies with Tom Holland as far as the MCU. They need. They need to. They need to re up that that contract again. Stop playing around. Dude, I, I for you, one, I might be a little, I might be a fanboy at this point. I'm not. I'm not we all are that. fanboys. This I'm not, podcast I'm not, I'm is gonna, done by I'm, fanboys. So I'm yes. just going. I'm just going to own my my fanboyness. I don't want to see Spider Man in a solo flick done by Sony. I'm sorry, it just doesn't make sense. He's been in the MCU. He's done wonders for the MCU. Okay, let him continue to do wonders for the MCU. All right, Spider Man without the Avengers is no Spider Man to me. I'm just saying. As now, far as film goes. Now that well, I mean, shoot, I, I dare say the comment. I mean, I enjoy his um his stint as his tenure as a, an Avenger since not 2004, way or not way more, but almost as much as his uh, solo stuff. Or right? I think him coming into the Avengers in the um in the uh, the big time era was it just does wonders for his character. All right. Uh, he was an Avenger before the big time era. Oh please, no one remembers that. What are you talking about? That's was that, black, was that black suit Spider Man you talking about? No, big time was part of uh after brand new day. I yeah, guess. I know. Yeah, but did you forget about him joining the new Avengers? That was when he moved into the tower after that well, was in 04. That's the big that time. was before 04. That wasn't before 04. That's when Bendis took over the book. This is directly after um disassembled, right? The whole disassembled stuff. I thought you were talking about Spider Man big time when he was working at Horizon, fool. No, that's not. No, that's that era is called the big time when he finally got to the Avengers and New Avengers. Is it? Yes, that era is called big time. He he got to the big time. That was Tom specifically for Spider Man, not when he actually made a company and became a rich guy. But no, 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 no. When Peter was working at Horizon, remember when he was making like all the extra suits, the stealth suits, the insulin? Yeah, work? I recall that. that. was called that, big time. So I don't that's think why that's you. Called big time. It is. You. That, was that the story arc was called big time or the era was, called big time? It was. That was the name of the story arc. Okay, well, the era, hang on, I'm going to Google this right now, because the era, I think, is called Big Time. I could be wrong. Let me see. Hang on a second. It might be called Big Leagues, but... Maybe it's Big Leagues? I don't know, but definitely it's not Big Time. You can literally Google Spider-Man Big Time, and that um, trade will come up. Hang on a second. Let's see. You'll get Big Time, Big Time Ultimate Collection, and Big Time Suit. Big Time is a series of comic book storylines in The Amazing Spider-Man from 2010 to 2011. It follows... You know what? I can be wrong. It starts brand new day. Yeah. So you, you did call that one. Okay. Yeah. So what, the, is the era, so what is the era that... that um, it's not an era. There's no name for it. It's just... It, there is, has to be a name. There's no name for it. I'm telling Hang you. Hang on a second, bro. I'm, I'm not. I got to see. <laughs> I got to see this. That is definitely an era. It's just, you know, he stepped up finally. All right, relaunching the 2000s. Let me see. Hang on a second. Now we're, now we're, now we're doing a deep dive one. Uh, no, so, no deep, you're deep doing dive. the deep dive. <laughs> I corrected you, and you just basically lost your shit. I didn't lose my... Look, I, you corrected me, okay? I don't want to be wrong. You did me a service, sir. Thank you, Bernard. Piece of shit. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my goodness. Can you please stop looking through all this stuff? All right, I'll get back to you later on that one. But yeah, all right, America, I was wrong. I misspoke uh, about the era in Spider-Man publication. Okay. Anyways, I digress. I liked him. I liked what his his uh his transitioning from a uh, a street level uh superhero. To, he was a loner. Yeah, but I'm sorry, but loners aren't effective. All right, it's it's been proven time and time again throughout comic book history. Loners aren't effective. Batman is more effective when he's telling a bunch of teenagers what to do. I'm sorry. All right. Huh? Who's a good loner? I mean. Is Superman really considered a loner? Hells no, he's not I, a loner. I was gonna say that, that guy plays. That guy, that guy plays well. That guy plays nice with everyone. Okay, not don't get me wrong. He gets a lot of stuff done by himself. But come on, he, he he's he's cool to team up with. That's why everyone likes Clark. Yeah, great. Who's a good loner? Daredevil. Mm. Moon Knight. What? Moon Knight's crazy. Is he good? <laughs> I mean, can someone who's mentally ill be considered uh, effective? Well, I'm I mean, slowly catching up on Avengers right now. He, I think he just took the Iron Fist from Danny Rand. Uh, excuse me, I'm I'm behind. How he snap? What's up, with Danny? What, 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 how you gonna let buddies take your take your thunder? Literally, and, um, and um, Namor's trying to reconnect with the Phoenix because you know he's been off his rocket for like the past two years. I mean, he Atlantis got toppled like. Recently, to like for the umpteen time, and like Atlantis is always getting stepped on. They need to actually give him a book. I think I would. I would like to see what Atlantis looks like in the well, modern years. Here's the problem with Namor. No one really likes him, so his book won't sell. Well, anyway, let's he's get a off cool this side character. Uh, yeah. Okay. Let's get off this tangent. I don't even. We started talking about Olivia Wilde possibly directing a Spider-Man or Black Cat movie, and we done went into a deep dive on comics. Now let's segue way back. You wanted Bernard? No. Now, let's segue back to that. And if it is a Spider-Woman movie, who would you cast as Spider as Jessica Drew? Um, someone undiscovered and easily roped into a multi-film contract. That is always the best bet for a long-running series. They can renegotiate halfway through the contract, put that clause in there so they can get more money, i.e. Chris Hemsworth, because he was undiscovered when he got Thor, and now look at him now, okay? Well, Hemsworth got signed due to the fact of the Avengers, and he had already worked with Josh Whedon Cabin in the Woods. Yes, but they, he was also un, uh, um, yeah, he was an unknown. Exactly. Unknowns are good for long-running franchises. Don't put someone who has an established name. F that. That sucks. All right? It, not always. Perfect example. Robert Downey Jr. Well, he, was, he, was, he was coming out of a, uh, out of a, a downward spiral. Or, I mean, he was, on, uh, uh, he was coming out of that and um, slowly coming back into the business. But... Had they got an unknown, we would still have an Iron Man. Would we? Yeah, we would. I don't think they would write him to kill himself out. He's not permanently. I, I mean, I still think they should find a way to write him back in alive. I'm just saying. Well, I don't think that's going to happen anytime. I'm not, okay, look, we can, no, we can definitely kill off Tony. Tony, fine, kill him. He, I think Robin Hood had a great run. <laughs> Damn, you ain't have to say it like that. Fine, there's kill no him. Reason, there's no reason to, um, to, to besmirch that. Fine. But I don't think we should still definitely have a Captain America. I think Chris Evans should have stayed on the role. I know he's tired of it. I know he's tired of being ripped all the time. It is very exhausting being that ripped and attractive all the time. I understand you, bro. I feel your pain with all the women you're probably having sex with. Okay? Boo-hoo, Chris Evans. But Tom Welling kind of went through the same thing. He got tired of being the only person on the set of Smallville who had to stay in shape. So, like, towards what? the end what of about, it. What about Chris and Kirk and... Um, 
And, okay, uh, let me rephrase that. The only male talent who had to stay in shape. Well, I mean, he had freaking uh, Jason Rappaport. Not Jason Rappaport. Michael Rosenbaum. And, uh, what the hell is Sam Jason Dunn. Rappaport? <laughs> He's a loser from... Um, uh, uh, he was in The Last Airbender. And he, he was one of the vampires in Twilight. And uh, he... I don't know why his, his, his brain... You know why? Because they both... I guess I equated them, conflated the two characters because they both have weird names, weird last names. Rathborn and Rappaport. I guess that's probably what. Uh, oh, that like, guy. Yeah, that guy. He looks like he's always in pain. Like he's constipated. All oh, that's not the guy's actual name, though. It's, yeah, I can't. Jason, Rath- Jason Rathborn, I think his name. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought you said something else. Yeah, I said. Well, yeah, I mixed him with um, Michael Rappaport, right? <laughs> I don't even know how you drag Michael Rappaport in this. Anyway, because he's playing Lex Luthor. That's why. And Lex Luthor. Okay. That's Michael name. Rosenbaum, you idiot. Michael Rappaport's oh, a racist right. dude from higher learning. He's not really racist. I know. Uh, his character things. was racist. Yes, he's he done was, other things. I know okay. he was also in uh, Metro with Mike. I mean, not Michael J. Fox, um, Eddie Murphy, and he does comedy. He's on Atypical. He's the dad. I know he's on Atypical. He's, I watch. I'm, I'm waiting for the next season. Look, I don't see. Okay, it. we getting we getting crappy name. We getting names mixed up from crappy sitcoms from from the mid 2000s, odd odd 2000s. Look, anyway, I digress. I think they should have made. Uh, Michael Rosenbaum worked out. Lex Luthor is, is all about peak conditioning and the, the strength of the human um, uh, condition. They should he should have been ripped all the time. All right, why wasn't he ripped? Like why they let him Luther get ripped? Are you thinking about Lex Luthor is always ripped? I've never seen a, a skinny Lex Luthor. Look, the only time I ever recall Lex Luthor being ripped is in Batman, Superman, Public Enemies when he made out with Amanda Waller, and that was because. He was dozing him his Oh, sir. No, I, that guy is always ripped. All right. Always ripped. And if he's not, he, he, he yeah, come on. He's always picking fights with superheroes. He got to be ripped. Unless he fuses himself with Martian DNA like he just recently did. Dum-dum. I mean, no, dude, even without him doing something stupid and off the wall like that, that sounds pretty crazy, though. He still got his ass kicked. But anyway, who would you cast as Spider Woman? We need to stop going off on these things. I told you, uh, uh, unknown. I mean, I you don't have a name? I mean, uh, what's Aaron Aaron Mortimer doing? Who? Aaron Mortimer. I have no idea who that is. Aaron Mortimer is an actress. She's, uh, hang on, very young. And I don't think she's doing anything right now. She's 26. She has that baby face. I think she can um, do it. She is, uh, oh, no, she's busy. She's, um, (laughs) right, all right, she's playing on that one girl on the the, um, boys. I forgot. So yeah, she. Oh would, yeah, uh, Starlight or whatever her name is. She could probably be uh, a college age Gwen. Uh, uh, we Jessica wait, we Drew. Know, we know Gwen Stacy or Jessica Drew. Jessica Drew. I didn't say Ghost Spider, which I still hate. Ah, I'm, I'm I'm glad she's distinguishing herself from that brand. I think she needs to be. She we've never had a Ghost Spider before. I think she needs to. Oh, uh, we did have a Ghost Spider. Ghost Spider was the spirit of vengeance fused with Peter Parker. Oh uh, well, when was when, when was that? It was a what if. Well, that don't count then. That does it. Yes, it does because it's still a, it's still an alternate Earth. Okay, listen. Okay, so Aaron Rodgers off the chill because she is not like Jessica Drew. Um, oh, actually, okay. So on this note, because now Jessica Drew is ringing a bell. The whole Shield thing. See, that's what I'm saying. She's tied in with Shield because her parents were Shield. She was held in with. So, her parents were Hydra. Oh right, Hydra. But she has. She, okay, point is, I digress. That's just as bad as Shield because they don't have property, they don't have, um, uh, access to those properties. How are you going to make her uh, grow up in a in a government um, uh, facility and, and 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 yet be lied to that she's uh, working with the government as opposed to not because she's in a uh, a secret uh, criminal organization that, that spans the globe? 
Simple. Like, the same way they did the loophole with Peter Parker's parents and the Amazing Spider-Man, who were S.H.I.E.L.D. agents. They were scientists. No, oh, Just slightly change it. Just have her parents be... That's some, so bland, though. What do you, have call, her, what do you have call the organization, then? I don't know. Hammer? <laughs> Which we never got it. Uh, uh, the issue with that is that there's no weight in history to that name. And if she was tied to Hydra, like, how to tell you, if this was in the MCU and she was tied to Hydra, dude, that means she, they, can, they can bring back Hydra, they can make a resurgence of, of super cells of Hydra agents, and they can have her um, do um, um, clandestine missions until she figures out what their true motives are. That is cool. That, that, wrote, that writes itself. Right there. I just wrote that off the top of my head. Off Actually, the you didn't write that off the cuff. That was part of the Spider-Woman oh. origin series by the Lunar Brothers, you dick. <laughs> okay. I digress. <laughs> Literally, something I bought that I let you borrow and you read like a decade ago, you somehow... Okay. Yeah, okay. That was, that was pretty that. funny. Okay. That's Listen. plagiarism. <laughs> Okay, but that's what I'm saying. This is a good goddamn story that I, I subliminally made it up off the top of my head. <laughs> no, you did not. All right, yo. All right, I'm joking on my own hype right now. That's, that's probably what this is. Okay, listen. All right, uh, shout out to the Luna Brothers. That was a good story. Okay, I digress. Um, get the podcast flag for copyright infringement. I digress though. That it, it, I guess it, it can't write itself because it's already written, but it's an easily adapted um, um, story that can just pull from the source material, okay? But they can't do that now because they have to first make an organization, make it look menacing because it's really easy to make a, 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 um, a, a two-dimensional and, and just boring villain, i.e. Venom. Gotta hate that movie. I don't know why I did so Venom. I right. would I would add the Eminem song, but Eminem got some got got a crazy legal team. You put ten seconds of anything of his up on SoundCloud, you're getting flagged. Well, well yeah, because he doesn't want people stealing from him. I mean, that makes perfect sense. Anyways, we get off subject. So, I mean, okay, it depends on which Jessica you were getting. Are we getting a an older Jessica Drew that's looking back on her life and how she's getting back? on track or are we getting a younger one that's, that's still getting lied to by a secret government organization who is yet to be named i don't know but if we get a younger one i'm going with karen and shipka uh i don't know if i want to she's okay look she's good i don't think she's jessica drew to me all right i i, I first off she look good with dark hair i don't know i've only ever, I've only ever seen her blonde i've seen pictures of her as a brunette uh, i mean yeah she's really a brunette I mean, uh, I guess you're right. Yeah, she's really a brunette, but I still don't see. I still don't see her as a, as a, uh, um, Jessica Drew. I'm sorry, I'm just not seeing it. Well, no, I don't know. But anyways, I, I mean, like I said, it might just be better just to pull a, uh, a unknown out there. Um, a rando. I mean, yeah, yeah, a rando Kazooie, exactly. All right. What do you got? Um, what do I have? Okay, so this came out of nowhere. No one knew what this game was. And um, now it just popped up on everyone's news feed like yesterday. Uh, and they gave us gameplay, um, no less. Um, Black Myth Wukong. That's crazy, right? You, you see that trailer? No. All right. Well, it's, um, it's a video game adaptation of Journey to the West. 
and you know that that really old um uh chinese fable about the monkey king and yes and, you know whatnot and it's it looks pretty freaking cool it's an action it's a single player action game and obviously it's going to be in the same vein as uh god of war and um what's another one like that um I mean, God of War is a good example, but you don't have anything else to throw in there. I guess Batman, uh, except it doesn't have the uh, combat system that Batman does, but you get what I'm saying, third-person action game. There you go. All and right. um, Yeah, well, visually, the game looks great. I'm not seeing that much originality in the combat scenarios because it looks like, you know, tap a bunch of attack buttons and then dodge away and then jump back in. And that model can get really old really fast if you don't have any ingenuity employed. So I definitely had to tentatively pay attention to it. But the fact that this game was unheard of and it's this far along in development is crazy. Hey, man, sometimes people are good at keeping secrets. Yeah, in this industry, I mean, this in, no one can keep secrets in this industry. I mean, seriously. I mean, they could have been, uh, the developers could have had, you know, everyone sign an NDA or something. So you never know. Is that all you have for that? I mean, I was just thought it was really interesting, and it just took me by surprise. That's not the only story I have, but I have others. No, but no, I meant, I meant for that because I, I I'm done. If, if you want to step on my nose, I'm done. I'm just I'm going to step on my foot. On your nose, but it's, it's fine. It's fine. All right. Uh, oh my goodness, such a dramatic little. All right. So, piece of video game news that I'm surprised you didn't bring up because you talked about it when we talked about the PS5 reveal Death Loop or what is it? Death Loop. Yeah, that, mean, that game looks amazing. Yeah, it's been delayed. Yeah, I did hear about that. Um, I really didn't have the interest in it because it's a first-person game. So yeah, you and don't let Arkane. I knew you were about to say that, but yeah. So unfortunately, that game has been delayed um, until I think they said either first or second quarter of 2021. I mean, that's not so bad. I mean, we have so much other stuff. Honestly, Cyberpunk is going to take up so much of your goddamn time. There you go with the damn Cyberpunk again. It's Cyberpunk. I mean, just saying, man. Genitals. <sighs> Yes, that can be the title of the of today's uh, episode. I guess. You know, Alexander Daidario Daidario isn't doing anything right now, is she? Was she could be our Jessica Drew. Alexander Daidario. Yeah, she can be our Jessica Drew. I mean, if she's an older Jessica Drew, isn't she like almost thirty? Uh, they can age her down a little bit. And she's not almost thirty; she is thirty. She's thirty. She's my age. She's thirty-four. No, we we need to go the Tom Holland route and don't hire anybody who's thirty. Get them while they're in their early twenties. But she ain't doing nothing right now. She's you know really skilled and attractive. Okay. Still, get someone in their twenties. Let them grow into that role. Uh, but yeah, I, do, I agree. Uh, Haley Steinfeld. I mean, she's hot right now, but she's also a named. Uh, Actually, she's kind of got a name on behind her. So and I don't know. that would kind of be conflicting with Sony because if anything, they did a live action, she could always play Gwen Stacy. Remember? Spider-Verse. Oh, yeah. She was not Spider-Verse, wasn't she? Yep. All right. So the Agent of uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. series finale aired last week. I meant to bring it up. Uh, yeah. pretty, pretty bittersweet ending, but they did wrap up. It was basically their end game. They wrapped up everything. And they went back to the original timeline. But the only difference is now Daisy Johnson has a sister who died before she was born. And Agent Sousa from Agent Carter is now alive. Because that's how he died at the end of season two of Agent Carter. 
and Chloe Bennett doesn't think that she's done playing Quake. They so. should definitely bring her into stuff. I mean, yeah, Daisy Johnson's a good character, and they might as well pull her somewhere else. And honestly, Chloe Bennett, I mean, once that's once again another young actress not tied down to anything and can be roped into a multi film contract. So yes, that is a good strategy to have. Yeah, it would like. We always end up talking about Endgame. It would have been nice, like I said, if they would have came through them portals and I, I wanted my Netflix crew, everybody. The Netflix crew should have jumped through. Bring everybody. The Netflix everybody. crew, the ABC crew. They don't even need that much screen time. Just get a nice panning shot of just all the TV yeah. superheroes doing something. Yeah, like I said, man, if it we could been get Howard the Duck pop through a portable, pop ah, pop through a portal for two seconds, we could have got Luke Cage. You know, uh. Pimp slapping a Chitari or something in Iron Fist. Something. Just doing just shooting one. Back to back team up um, tactics would have been so yeah. dumb. But yeah, so let's let's hope we see Chloe Bennett again. Let's hope. I'm actually excited. I might not be a fan of Asia Shield, but I would like to see that character branch out. Because I did like Daisy Johnson uh in her um roles as uh Nick Fury in the um in the um Secret Warriors. Secret Warriors, yeah. All right. Was she also on Agents of Atlas? Or I'm not sure. She was she on that book as well. No, she was never an agent of Atlas. Daisy Johnson was only ever part of the Secret Warriors in, and the Secret Avengers. Yeah, and no, not Secret Avengers. You're thinking of Secret War, where she was first introduced. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. Okay. Where she uh, she blew up uh, Wolverine's heart for talking shit. Yeah, I agree yeah. that. I mean, he got back up. Huh? He got back up again. Well, of course, it's Wolverine. Yeah. Lily Collins, she has a young face, and she could do it. You still talking about Spider-Woman? Yes, I'm talking about Spider-Woman. I th- well, she's a bit, once again, she's not that, that young, but I think she's also 30. She's 31. I just yeah, she's 31, up. but she, well, she looks very nice, uh, very uh, young, though. She can probably pull off a mid-20s person easily. Quit ogling Phil Collins' daughter. No, Really? You didn't know that was Phil Collins' daughter? No, I blew my mind. Yeah, that's Phil Collins' daughter. Yeah, in the air tonight, it's going to be about you being murdered. Are you gonna, last thing you're going to hear is... I mean, he's like 80-something right now. I don't know so sure what? He's, he's 69. And he, it don't matter. <laughs> he's retired. I'm not sure he's going to catch him. I can't even catch a cold right now. Better leave David, Philip David Charles Collins alone. I'll be using his um his um government name. Whatever. You had like you had like Phil Collins is a stage name. It's not like Elton John, Reginald Dwight. I heard a story about him recently. Um apparently he did a uh concert in Soviet Russia during the Cold War, and the Russian government gave him a liaison and a um and his personal assistant while he was there. And this guy was clearly KGB, right? This is an official story. Apparently, he said this in an interview, and apparently he seduced said KGB agent. Instead of, so instead of getting information out of him, he got honey-potted. I'm like, yo, bro, how you get honey? I guess, dude, Ellen John was got mad game. He honey-potted, uh, I'm assuming, a seasoned uh, KGB spy. Isn't that crazy? On a Russian rooftop. On a Russian rooftop. I'm like, yo, son, Ellen John. I'm like, dude, he should write a book on his game. Just saying. Uh, he wrote a book. It's called Me. Oh, okay. <laughs> the autobiography. <laughs> all, it came out like right after Rocket Man last yo, year. 
Plus you know that, that book, movie you still everyone haven't should watched. read it. Everyone should read that I book. I read I read a little excerpt of it because when I bought the Blu-ray, it, it came with like one of the chapters. I can't remember which one, and I keep meaning about the book. I just haven't bought it yet. All right, yeah. what, what do you have? Okay, so um, this past week, uh, they did a live uh, stream of um, Baldur's Gate 3, the uh, live stream from hell, as they called it. It was really cool. Two, two weeks of you talking about Baldur's Gate straight. Did, did I? I didn't talk about it last week. You did, did talk about it last what week. What did I say about last week? Did I, did I say that the, the, the live stream hell was coming? Because now it is here this week, and it passed, and then now, they, now we have all the information from it. I don't remember what you brought up. I think you might have said that it was coming. Oh, I might. I think I just. I think I was just excited about it. And you were saying, "Oh, I'm not really excited about it." And I had to tell you all the cool things about the game, and that's what happened. I guess. Anyways, they gave us. They gave us um, uh, just a lot of insight to the development of the team and why it's taking so long, and how much stuff they're working with. And uh, essentially, uh, they just when you have a, a bunch of creative people in one area, and they just they have all this freedom. They're just putting in a lot of this crazy, like a lot of crazy stuff. For instance, apparently they they, they added a new companion character, which is essentially, if I were to describe it uh, visually, is a walking brain. You know, with with two with a quadruped little tiny legs, and it has this really squeaky voice. And they just said, "Yo, we just thought this was a cool idea. We put it in there," and they did. And that's the kind of game we're going to be getting. And I'm just so excited. Like, I highly suggest, suggest you guys go watch that live stream if you're interested in the game at all. It just there's so much information they released, and apparently the uh, the uh, early access, which now that I remember, that's what happened. I was talking about. I was talking about the early access being delayed this month. Of that's August. what it was. Yeah. Yes. Now it has a new date. Hopefully, it stays this time, and the new date is going to be uh, September 30th for the early access. Yeah. So I'm excited about that, and they just added in a bunch of uh, they 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 dropped a bunch of. Uh, teasers about what we can do and what we can't do but they were very tight-lipped about a lot of stuff you know about what races we can play what classes we have what how much access we have apparently the level cap for the early access is going to be level four and that might not sound like a lot but in dnd it is you can do a lot with level four you get you pick your your subclass at level four you have um a, a lot of class uh specific abilities already in play at that point so you get a good idea of the game and they basically want you to just play around with all the fun, fun features they have for the time being it should be about 20 hours long is what they, uh, according to them, for one playthrough, one playthrough only. And that's just, and then that's not including all the permutations and variations you can do in that game. Now that makes me wonder how long Avengers is going to be. I mean, as far as the campaign goes, not including the War Zones, because that's just open the War space. Zones are continued content. The campaign, uh, yeah. so I would be very surprised if it didn't extend past uh, fifteen hours or so. Uh, nah, I need it. It's a square game, so it's got to be more than fifteen hours. 20 possible I, I don't it's a actually it's a single play action game i don't know how long it's going to be i mean even a game like um i mean final fantasy 7 remake was like 28 that's, hours that's an that's an rpg and yeah it's 28 hours but a single player action game like how long was last of us i think i clocked in like a good 28 30 hours on that yeah but who more. died a lot though like i didn't die that much let me see how long was the last of us too also, I'm, I think I'm officially over that game. Not in the, not over it like I'm tired of it. Over like I'm emotionally ready. Yeah, I know. I got to what go you go back into that game. Like, did we talk about? I think we did talk about because that was one of our yes. first podcasts. We yes. talked about that game. That how was like episode four, I believe. How emotionally hurt I was at the end of that game, 
and I think I'm now ready to to move on and talk about it. And and I think I'm 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 at peace with that game. And it's not that I was upset. It's just that man, I know we talked about it, but man, that game is doozy. And I think I'm ready to go back in for another playthrough. You know? How about you, Bernard? Are you ready for another playthrough of that game? Because I wasn't I wasn't emotionally um, disturbed by it because you know I was going through real life emotions. Yeah, and I, I do recall that. And yes, that's um. But yeah, um, <laughs> I'm actually well. My coworker, one of my coworkers, wants to borrow it, but he doesn't know if he wants to borrow it yet because he's he's a digital guy. So I I, I don't see the problem there. He, okay. he I don't know. He's very picky. I'm like, yo, just. I mean, he doesn't want to do with discs or something. Yeah, yeah. Twenty five hours, by the way. Oh. Well, I guess that's if you don't go looking for every every collectible possible, because that's what I always do. All right, that's all you got for Baldur's Gate? I mean, I can go on for longer, but I don't want to take up all your airtime. So, yeah, you can get the next one. Well, you're always the one quick to jump off the podcast. It's been an hour. It's been I'm an not hour. quick to talk. I just, we need to leave them wanting more, man. You can't just, you know, run into the ground and, and you know, have everyone just getting tired of us. You got to be coy with it, man. Coy. That's All right. Talking. All right. Well, Guillermo del Toro has announced his Pinocchio cast. Well, he's revealed his Pinocchio cast. Oh, yeah. Where's that? Where? Uh, how's that going? I remember that being a thing. All right. Well, it's in post-production. It's, you know, it's a Netflix thing. So, uh, do you, would you like to know who's being cast? Well, who has been cast? Sure. We have a newcomer named Gregory Mann as Pinocchio. Okay. And good old Jiminy Cricket. Well, that's his Disney name, but the talking cricket is Ewan McGregor. Nice. Uh, David Bradley. Do you know who David Bradley is? No. Refresh my memory. Okay. So David Bradley. Did you watch The Strain? Yes. A little bit. Abraham Satrekian, the old guy. He was also Argus Filch in the Harry Potter movies. Oh, okay. In Game of Thrones. And he is... The actor who replaced the first Doctor in Doctor Who. Okay. William Hartnell's been dead for like. Hey, he's got a long, prolific career. No, no, don't, don't get it mixed up with what I just said. He is not the. He was not the first Doctor. He replaced the actor who played the first Doctor. So now, whenever you see the quote-unquote first Doctor in a Doctor Who episode, is William Hartnell because BBC America did a documentary on the beginning of doctor who it was a it was a mini it was a tv movie called an adventure through space and time so he played the guy who played the doctor but since they liked him so much whenever the first doctor pops up in doctor who he's that guy because they kind of look alike okay that sounds cool but yeah so he's geppetto um i do not remember who who do, do how much do you re- remember of pinocchio uh a good deal uh, Mangia Fuko. Okay, the that's the name of the character. Yeah, he's probably oh, he, the guy. He was, he's probably uh, the guy who's the, the 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 carnival owner, right? Yeah, the theater director slash puppet master. Yeah, yeah, the guy with the the, the donkey boys. Yeah, played by Ron Perlman, of course, because you know him and Guillermo del Toro are buddies. Well, yeah, they, I mean Ron Perlman's cool, man. Look, we all know Ron Perlman is cool, but. 
Take a break from working with Guillermo del Toro every now and No, then. you don't, because Guillermo del Toro is cool. Why would you not want to work out with your bro? I mean, come on, if your bro is good at what he does, and you're good at what you do, you're, you're both good at making stuff. I mean, I want more Hellboy. <laughs> not with del Toro. Uh, del Toro. Yeah, no, you're not getting it. Yeah, Army was so good. Remember, reboot. Ugh. Yeah, but it didn't make any money. It was terrible. I'm talking about the Golden Army didn't make any money. But it was good. Hey, a lot of good things don't make money sometimes. Man, I watched that thing twice in the theaters. I supported it. Perfect example, Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Yeah, well, you know. Box office bomb. All right. So the fairy with tortoise hair is being voiced by Tilda Swinton. Mm -mm. Okay. All right. Christoph Waltz. Nice. uh, Is doing the voice of the fox. Oh, that's good. All right, Lampwick. I don't remember who Lampwick is. He's being voiced by Finn Wolfhard. Was he, uh Lampwick was the uh He was the Candlewick. Okay. No, I don't remember that character at all. Me neither. I guess it was just in the book. In the adventures of Pinocchio. All right. And these actors, their characters do not have I mean their characters have not been revealed. Burn Gorham, do you remember who Burn Gorham is? Nah. I they I don't think they I mean, I'm pulling most of my stuff from the Disney movie. That movie is like 40 minutes. No, no. These are actors now. Burn Gorham is not a character from Pinocchio. (laughs) Burn Gorham was the other scientist with the limp in Pacific Rim. Okay. He was also on Torchwood. Oh. All right. John Turturro. Nice. Your girl, Kate Blanchett. Okay. Okay. I mean, everything is better with Kate Blanchett. And my boy, Tim Blake Nelson. You know who Tim Blake Nelson is, right? Yes. Uh, actually, no, I don't. Who is that? He plays Samuel Stearns in The Incredible Hulk. He oh. supposed to be a leader. He was... Did you ever see Old Brother Where Art Thou? Yes. He was... He he was the other guy with George Clooney and John Turturro. The short one. Uh, okay. But, yeah. So, that... We don't even have... Oh, uh... It's just coming out sometime next year. So I will watch that. It's all stop motion. And it looks like it's going to be awesome. Well, I hope it's going to be awesome because we don't have any first looks. The only thing we have is a photo of Del Toro holding a creepy puppet. Well. And we already know it's going to be slightly creepy. It's Guillermo Del Toro. Yes. All right. What do you got, man? Uh, okay, so everyone's losing their their, their sugar honey iced tea. I don't know. They're losing their minds over uh, Microsoft's Flight Simulator. Apparently, it's the new crisis. So it's basically the game that you benchmark your PC to and see how close it can get to running it to high settings. And this, if you've seen screenshots of this game, they're photorealistic. And I'm not saying that it's hyperbole. I'm saying it as literally. This game it looks amazing, and it's just so hard to run on modern, high-end, modern, high-end PCs. This is ridiculous. This is now the current crisis. Like, literally, if you remember, Bernard, you know what crisis is? Yes, the first-person game that looked awesome, and I was going to buy it until I found out it was first-person. Right, right. Well, yeah, it's also on PC. It also looks crazy, highly detailed. Well, it, it, it looked, yeah, go with the past tense. Right, it looked crazy detailed at the time. It was really hard to run and it basically, you know, made your PC run at 
at full um, full fan speed and it sounds like a jet engine. Uh, now it, that game is now going to be a Microsoft Flight Simulator because like it, literally look at the, the the screenshots. Dear God, just crazy. Like right. photorealistic. I might honestly, I might download it myself just to, just to test my new rig. Please don't crash your computer. I mean, I won't because you know I actually know what I'm doing, and these 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 these, these stills look amazing. But yeah, I'm eager to test my new rig. I'm excited. I'm also eagerly awaiting the three the Nvidia 3000 series, and they just dropped some news actually that the the 3090. We don't know if we're going to get a 3090 or a 3080 Ti. I think we're I think they confirmed we're getting a 3080 Ti, and it might cost twelve hundred to fifteen hundred dollars possibly. Um, there may be two different versions. I, I like to say the leaks are going crazy about this launch. This is probably the most leak heavy launch I've seen in recent years around a company releasing a product. Ridiculous. Um, they just need to hurry and come out with it and, and, and hopefully they, the, stock, the stocks, uh, not the the supplies last because last time it did not for the 20 series. You had to wait for like three months to even get one. Well, uh, let's hope you get one. Yeah, no, I'm not, Marigi's not going to have any, uh, a GPU for a while. Well, that's why I told you to wait. No, you just want to go ahead and jump the shark. Look, it's, I like jumping sharks. Okay, Fonzie. Anyways, what's the next topic, man? All right. So, did you hear about this Nicolas Cage movie? Yes, it's it's kind of done in the same vein as being John Malkovich. It is called The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. I know this is actually news to me. Go on. Yeah, it's it's basically well, it's not done in the same vein of being John Malkovich because that was a person being John Malkovich. This is basically Nicolas Cage playing himself. <laughs> oh, it's and, meta. Yeah, it's it's a very meta film. And one of I guess our favorite actors. I don't well, he's kind of one of my favorite actors now. I don't know about you, but Pablo Pascal, I mean, Pedro Pascal is playing a Nicolas Cage super, super fan in the film. So I was, I I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued and I hope it, I hope it, it lands. Yeah. Cause I, I kind of want to see this. Like I remember when I heard about this movie and I was like, okay, yeah, I gotta, I gotta check this out when it comes out. Cause I like when people kind of play fictionalized versions of themselves or an alternate version of themselves. Like perfect example on the show, Californication, Rick Springfield played a douchebaggish version of himself. You know, who Rick Springfield is right. Professional memory. Yes, he is a friend. The guy who did the song, Jesse's girl. I'm not singing the whole song. Oh, that guy. Didn't they, didn't someone die recently from that band? Uh, I don't know. People been dying. No, I'm thinking of I'm thinking of Jesse's mom. That's Stacy's mom, you idiot. Stacy's mom. That's what that 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 the lead singer for that died recently. What I don't think it was was it the lead singer? Yeah, the lead singer, the drummer, some someone from that. I think band it was died. the drummer. Yeah, I know Fountains of Wayne. Yeah, yeah. Was it COVID? Uh, I don't remember. But yeah, so we still don't have a release date for this movie, but hopefully, it will be out soon. But um, 
and I and I need to see more of the cast. Well, yeah, but yeah, that that, that Pedro Pascal, I, to, a super fan, like, I'm, how's he gonna play? That's just gonna be weird. Yeah, he was actually. Uh, he just say he was a founding band member of Fountains and Wayne. It doesn't say if he was lead vocals. Oh yeah. Well, uh, the point that they broke up, so it's like all of them are kind of formal former members. But yes, so, he he died from COVID. Yeah, it was a guitarist. Um, on April first. Yeah. Composition from COVID. That's um, very unfortunate. He was only fifty-two. Yeah. Very sad. Anyways, um, moving on to the next topic. Oh, the band had just reunited this Damn. year. Damn, twenty twenty strikes again. Yeah, this year sucks. All right, what do you have, man? Okay, so on the uh, on the wings of of success, on the wings of love. I'm sorry. Yes, on the on on the uh, I guess on the roll of success, whatever it is, because they're on a roll with the very successful PC port of Persona Four Golden. Uh, Sega is now saying they're going to focus on more uh, PC ports of um, a lot of other games, actually. So that's going to be really good. So they're going to aggressively focus on PC ports after um, the, the the strength that Steam has seen during the um, the lockdown of um, 2020, during the lockdown this year. Okay. So I'm, I'm really excited about that because, you know, Persona 4 Golden, it was it, it was really fun revisiting that game. And I haven't finished it yet because I'm still working on it. But, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see what other um, games they can pull out of that, um, that uh, franchise, honestly. I honestly just jumped the whole library on Steam, it would just be great. I would love to replay Digital Devil Saga one and two. Again, like a it's a super deep cut for PS two. Like, like I don't know, I can't wait to see it. Or maybe just replay uh or put Persona Five on PC. Like I bought that game twice already. I'm ready to buy it again. You know? Yeah, you go just burning through money like you Scrooge McDuck. Scrooge McDuck don't burn money. This is why he still got his money. He's Scrooge. <sighs> I do ain't by spending no money. He want to keep it all so he can swim in it. I mean, it don't make no sense because he probably did. I mean, who, how you swimming um uh, uh coins? You might as well jump on concrete. He doesn't do that in the reboot. You know the show I keep telling you to watch. I'm, I'm watching other stuff. Yeah, well, we're three seasons deep now, so you suck. Mm-hmm. Kept telling you, man, man. Chippendale popped up. Darkwing Duck has been established as Are a. They, were they little? Like how do, do they? They're do they still chipmunks. Do they talk English? Because I mean, well, it wasn't. Well, they didn't. It wasn't talk. really confirmed in Chippendale. They, they didn't they talk. talk because the way it was set up is foul. You remember foul from Darkwing Duck? Uh huh. The Phoenix organization. I can never remember what the W and the L stand for. But anyway, foul was doing uh, experiments on chipmunks. So Gidget is really the only one who got the intelligence. And, oh, cool. Well, she's a mouse, not a chipmunk. Well, yeah. Well, I I didn't say the only chipmunk. I said the only one. But yeah, so, but Chip, Dale, and Monterey Jack were there as well. I don't ever remember the name of the fly, but he was also there as well. Gizmo? Was it Gizmo? I think it was Gizmo. I don't remember. But yeah, and Lin-Manuel Miranda is Gizmo Duck, so. That's a good cast. Yeah. It's I mean, just, you can do you can do no wrong, with Lin. Uh, Lin oh, ah, I'm getting tongue twisted on the name. L M M. Yeah. Point is, you can't do no wrong with him, with him. Seriously, guy's amazing. Yes, but you really need to check out Ducktales. 
Yeah, well, you need to watch Hamilton. I just haven't gotten around to it. It's not like I don't plan on it. It's shame. Only- shame. Shame. Shut up. Shame. You done? Almost. Shame. No, I'm done. All right, whatever. All right, so I got uh, three pieces of Batman news. All short. Probably cram them all together. Yeah, all short and sweet. So the Batman dropped the logo, which I don't know. The bat looks a little weird to me. And Jim Lee did a poster for it for DC. They changed the suit. Is it still two guns? Two guns. You got two guns. The 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 Batman symbol on his chest. Is it still two guns? Yeah, it kind of still looks like that. I mean, like, can they? I mean, but we haven't. I mean, I I mean, we're nitpicking here. We understand that. It would be. I mean, you really can't tell in this art that Jim Lee did. I'm gonna send it to you. Yeah. Zoom. So hold on one second. But yeah, you really can't tell in that art that is quote unquote two guns. But yeah, I'm pretty sure it's still gonna be the same. But I kind of like it because it kind of reminds me of Arkham Knight a little bit, like the way like. I wish they would like do the suit more like Arkham Knight where it's not a suit, but it's all like chest plates and like the plates move like separately and everything. Okay. Yeah. And uh, that was a good look. And okay. and that, then that, and that's kind of what I thought they re- were originally going for. So I saw like, and this suit does look, if they can do this suit, it looks pretty badass. Yeah. Oh, you opened it. Yeah. But yeah. So there's that piece of news. And Warner Brothers game Montreal, they're still dropping clues on this Batman game. Yeah, I'm hyped, man. Yeah, so they're they're officially going to say something at the DC fandom event tomorrow. So I keep thinking it's the quarter vials. Like I said a couple years ago, they tweeted something about the quarter vials. So it's it's got to be the damn Court of Owls. And the other thing I want to know is, is this like a sequel to Arkham Origins? Is this a follow-up to Arkham Knight? Where are we going with this? All these questions need to be answered tomorrow. You know you know what? Yes, I think that would be a... Uh, I, honestly, I'm tired of, the, tired of them dicking them around. All right. And the last piece of bad news. Ben Affleck. Who sucks? <laughs> he does? No, no. I heard Carl in the background say somebody, somebody sucks. All right. How did you hear that? I, Yeti mics, man. <laughs> Pick up everything. I can't even hear it. Pick up a fly shitting on the wall or something. All right. So Ben Affleck is returning as Batman in the Flash solo film, according to Andy and Barbara Muschietti. Muschietti. Yes or no? Do we still have a shared DC universe? Are they still doing it? What is going on? Okay. So look, this is what I think is going to happen. I think this this because this is supposed to be Flashpoint at this point. We already know that. Look, this movie is gonna start off with Henry, Gal, I almost said Victor, Ray, Ezra, and Ben on a mission. And it's gonna be and honestly we're gonna get Flashpoint to the point where Michael Keaton is Thomas Wayne. And you know how Flashpoint ended with everybody going to war. So we're going to have Jason Momoa and Gal Gadot try to kill each other. That might and be kind of cool. And, then and the, affair? the affair? Yes. All that. Probably not, though, just for time reasons. And it's going to end with him talking to Robert Pattinson in the Batcave. And there's your reboot. That 
Okay, if they do that, I will give them all the props if it's done correctly and it lands. No, because you can't you can't recast one person. <laughs> sure you can. No, because you got to remember in Flashpoint, everybody got to redesign. Yeah. Okay. So what? They can just they can tweak one Wonder Woman's wardrobe or, or Gal Gadot's wardrobe. The point is, if they if they cast if they if they um, move in Robin Pattinson's cast, make him a part of the dude. Do all that. Okay. Like, I mean, Henry Cavill is still Superman, so because I think he's still on board for that, which would be great. Yeah, he um, allegedly still has two movies under his contract. Great, and, and that's another young, un, more or less undiscovered actor. They got he was Henry he Cavill was on the Tudors. He was in that horrible movie. Yeah, but Mortals. he wasn't doing he wasn't doing much around. Yeah, he was in Morals. Good God, he wasn't doing much. He wasn't doing. You much. know, Mickey Rourke chose to do that instead of the Expendables two. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, okay. It was a stupid decision, right? They both were kind of dumb movies. I mean, I still don't like The Expendables. It's just that The, the Expendables is a popular dumb movie, whereas Immortals was a dumb horrible. movie. It was horrible. It looked cool in some angles, yeah. Honestly, no, it's just that that, that slow motion fighting that they did in 300 was so popular at the time, and that's the only thing it had going for it. Yeah, and... I dare, say that, I dare say that the, the 300 still was kind of cool. That's still a very rewatchable film. And the Expendables at least got three films, so he kind of shot himself in the foot with that one. Yeah, three dumb films, but yeah, three films nonetheless. The Expendables movies are good. The only issue is the first one. The plot, it's just so scattered. The Mm. second one is a revenge story because Jean-Claude Van Damme kills Liam Hemsworth 20 minutes into the movie. And the third one is basically just like bringing in some new kids. I don't know. Like I said, this seems kind of dumb. I just never was into those films. But yeah, so Batfleck is back. Well, I, I never, I never, I always liked him as Batman. Well, I liked him when Zack Snyder was home and everything. I think he was a good Batman for all his flaws in Batman v Superman. I think he had a, they had a good direction going, and I love Jeremy Irons as Alfred. I think he's, but he's probably the best Alfred we've ever had. We've only had what three Alfreds. I don't care. I think Jeremy Irons as Alfred was the best one. That was a, that's a good. I love his energy he brought to that role. I just I'm just all about Jeremy Irons, man. That dude's good. All right, great career. Yes, we know Scar from The Lion King. Well, I was gonna say in um, Madam Butterfly or um, Damage. He's been in other films. I know. I was also gonna say Hans Gruber. Yes. Yes. Calm down, guy. All right. Yeah. My only Batmans are Michael Go, may he rest in peace. Uh, Michael Caine and Jeremy Irons. I mean, Michael Caine. Yeah, I, mean, I guess we have to take him because you know the Nolan, the Nolan trilogy was so good. Don't forget, he did say Bruce that one time when he hit the guy with the fire hydrant. Oh yeah, I mean the fire extinguisher. And don't forget, we're getting Andy Circus. Okay, yeah. Yeah, 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 it's gonna be really good. Yeah, I think he'll bring a lot of energy to roll too. But yeah, what do you got? All right, so we have I guess this is bad news. I mean, we don't know. Okay, I personally don't know if this is gonna be bad news, but fans of the series will find this very foreboding that the um the lead narrative director, um Brian Masuda, and I think someone else, um Brian Masuda and and uh, and uh, I'm not saying I'm pronouncing his name, his name correctly, but uh, Kai Clooney, Kai Clooney, 
I guess how you pronounce that. Anyways, uh, he's the creative director, and then Brian Masuda is the narrative director of uh, Vampire Masquerade Bloodlines 2. And they apparently left the project. I think they were either let go or some, or maybe they had creative differences with the, with the producers or some, or not producers, with, with the executives or something. And uh, they just left the product project. So they bought in someone new um, who I'm not familiar with, um, Alexander something. And it was, he's going to be helming the project from going forward. And this game should have been out already, but, you know, um, I think it should have came out this year. It got delayed and then COVID happened and got delayed again. And now we just, we're, it's just in the winds. I don't know what the new delay, the, the new um, uh, the release date is, but uh, this doesn't, I don't know. People don't, this late in the game, if you're changing personnel, that does not seem like a, like a good sign. Yeah, I think they might just end up building the game, uh, rebuilding the game from scratch and everything. I don't know, man. I just want this game to come out and I want it to be good. Like, and I don't want it to be, oh, it, it's, it's okay. It could have been better, though. I don't want mere misses. Like, like, oh, God, it's just, I just want this game to succeed so well. You ever had something you just wanted to, you wanted to succeed? I think this is what parents must feel like, you know? Like, I don't know. It's just like you just want them to do so well, and you're worried about them, and they don't talk to you anymore. You don't know what's going on in their lives. Why did you just like... People? Go down a deep dive. Like you got a secret kid out there that we don't know about or something. No, you know Arthur's my one and only. Hi, buddy. Damn cat. Um, uh, I just got a piece of news. Did you uh, you were a fan of the original Penny Dreadful show, correct? Correct. Were you watching Penny Dreadful City of Angels? I'm gonna start it eventually. I mean it I, got canceled. Already? This show only had like one season. Yep. What the what the deuce? Yeah, can Natalie Norma get a show? Can she? I don't. Get she, she, work? she was. She wasn't on this one. Natalie Norma was. I'm sorry. Who am I thinking about? This um, is you know, um, uh, crap. Why am I speaking on her name? Eva Green. Yeah. Eva Green. No, Natalie Norma was the the, the the main actress. In, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. But yeah. So that and surprisingly, Tosh Point Oh got canceled. I mean, that show was still going. Thirteen seasons. I mean, twelve seasons. Well, I mean, it was, everything got to come to an end, bro. And Drunk History got canceled. Well, that was a YouTube series, wasn't it? No, Drunk History was on Comedy Central. Oh, I guess I only watched it on YouTube. But yeah. So I guess that got canceled due to COVID. I mean, oh, that sucks. It, so wait, did, did, did Penny Dreadful get canceled because of COVID? Uh, I'm checking right now. But yeah, Drunk History got canceled because of COVID. I know they just decided not to move forward with another season. I mean, it wasn't that popular? Okay, it averaged 0.03 in the ratings for an 18 to 49 demographic and 348,000 views. So it was very low ratings. It was only 10 episodes. Damn, that's just demoralizing. I don't know, man. I, I was just damn. Patriarch with Masa- with Hassan Minhaj also got canceled, which sucks. I mean, yeah. I mean, but that's Netflix. They're just canceling all their uh their uh late night shows, quote unquote, with the exception of the David Letterman one. Like the Chelsea Handler one got canceled. 
the break with Michelle Wolf and the Joe McHale show with Joe McHale also got canceled. Oh, that sucks. So that sucks. But you know what dropped on Netflix today, right? What's that? Lucifer. Oh, yeah. That show's doing well, right? Yeah. Remember, they just renewed it for a sixth season. Okay. So uh, a, a sixth and final season, allegedly. But the thing I hate about this season of Lucifer, they split it into two parts. What's wrong with that? I don't want to wait. I want all 16 episodes. Okay, so now you're just being a little greedy bitch. I know you ain't talking, mister. I'm going to binge everything. Why why, why can't the CW just put all their shows on? I don't know what you mean. I hate appointment watching. I'm sorry, but look, in this day and age, I ain't trying to put my life around a TV schedule. Just saying. Streaming is way to go, okay? Now, if the series ain't out, then okay. But when it is out... If it comes out all at once, then I'm good. Now, see, the way the Mandalorian did it, I, I'm not going to be mad at him, but I would prefer to have binged it and knocked it all out and then been done with it, you know? Yeah. But, hey, man, Disney got to keep your attention somehow for eight weeks. They they kept my attention because they promised more content. And they got it. Did you watch the Disney, I mean, the Star Wars gallery? Um, I heard. I didn't watch it though. Tell Carl to leave his daughter alone, and she don't need to put nothing back where it came, where, where, wherever it was. I'm not telling no parent how to parent their kid. <laughs> I'm joking, obviously. All right, man. What do you have? Um, oh, you caught me off guard. I thought you were still talking about stuff. I can keep talking about stuff because once again, don't you got like two other topics? You ain't got no more stuff. But yes, an Exorcism film reboot is in the works for next year. I do we need another exorcism film? Like, okay, I get it. We've had tons over the years, and this is the original one. But we do we need another one? Look, like, man, Hollywood ain't got no fresh ideas. Look, look, it's not. Okay, see, look, I'm not one of those people that need originality in everything I consume. Look, we we okay? need originality. I need, I need execution. Thinking- I need execution. Look, if you're gonna do something, do it right. It don't gotta be. Uh, the, the newest thing on the block. If it's done well, it's still going to be entertaining, okay? I'm sick and tired of a world of reboots and remakes. Yeah, but the, here's the problem with that. Those reboots and remakes are bad, okay? Not always. No, okay, so case in point, uh, 2013's um, uh, Evil Dead. That movie's good. It knocked it out the park, okay? That's a good remake, and it wasn't really that original. It was a bunch of young people in the cabin. In the it was literally a, it was the true definition of a remake. Yes, it was, and it was good, okay? The only difference was they didn't have any comedy in this one. And that's fine. Put a new twist on something, just slightly tweak it. It's good, okay? Just, just, just like, freaking Total Recall, all right? That movie was trash, okay? It was so bad. And it's like, why did you make this thing so bad, you know? And they even had a three titties in. They, 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 they did. Oh, they did? Yeah. Was it, was it worth it? Was it, was it make the whole movie? <laughs> I will give you my voodoo info so you can just fast forward to the three breasts. I'm going to just Google image it, man. The point is, all right, it's, I'm just not, look, I'm saying it. Just if you're going to do something, do it right, okay? Like Robocop. Why? Robocop should have been a slam dunk. And they Wait just, for it. Wait for it. What? Go, go. go. I already know what you're going to say. They took a dump on it? Let's No. I thought you were going to bring up the human hand. The human hand was stupid. 
it's like if a man loses everything for the neck up and y'all can only save his spine and his his brain, you know, why he keep had, his, he had his why lungs. keep his guy oh his lungs? Why keep his goddamn very flesh and blood, very non-dexterous hand? Okay, replace it with a metal one with crazy um um crazy um uh, articulation and call it a day. It makes zero sense to the plot. You guys didn't care about his humanity. Okay, you, you stuck his body in a machine. Why let him keep his hands so he can feel comfortable? No, he has no junk to whack off. Why does he need his hand? It made no sense. Uh, I don't know, man. You know that makes no sense. Hey, I don't work in Hollywood. I've been trying, okay? They need young voices like ours. Well, kind of young. We're 30. <laughs> That's like 50 in Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, bro. Don't don't go there, man. I don't need that. I don't need that, that, that negativity. <laughs> it's not negativity. It's facts. All right. So Jack Johnson, one of my favorite actors, ever since I saw him in, I don't even think, I don't even remember what the first thing I ever saw him in was. It, it possibly was New Girl, but he is also the voice of Peter B. Parker, and he also now has an animated series on Netflix called Hoop, where he is a basketball coach that just dropped today, and he is talking about that. He hopes that Peter B. Parker is a dad in the Spider-Verse sequel. I mean, I, I, the kid and he hopes that he returns in general. I'm actually going to add the sound bite of him saying that in a few other things in here. I really loved playing Peter B. Parker. I We actually recorded that movie for, I think it was over two years. So people don't realize with most of the animation, you do like two or three records and it's over. I lived with that character before anybody knew it was happening for so long. I loved the material. Uh, I got to record with Shamik a lot, who played Miles, and we got to bounce off each other. And, you know, Shamik and I became buddies and we're still texting and in touch. And um, I would love to see Peter, what happens to him. I would love to see what did he get? Did he and MJ get back together? Did he become a dad? Is he still a superhero? Like, is he a dad and a superhero? But these are all as a fan now. Because in terms of the inside, I'm not in. I'm not at that table making the decisions. But I would love Peter to come back. Cool. Yeah, but I kind of hope he comes back as well. Because let's be cops is still funny to this day. Uh, so I know. I knew what you were gonna say just because it was rotten. I not that because it rotten because it wasn't funny. Are you sure? But it was funny. Do you just? Are you just remembering it that way? You know, the memory is an interesting thing, how unreliable the human memory is. I, sure I watched it like a week and a half ago. So, yeah, screw you. All right. Well, I think you just have maybe brain damage or something. I don't know. It, it's a rough place out there. Uh, I live in West Palm. You got like I live in like take Hell's your, Kitchen or take something. Your laughs, take your laughs where you can get them, sir, even if they're from a shitty place. All right. Um, anyways, what's your opinion of this Enola Holmes movie that's on Netflix? I'm kind of excited about it. A what the what now? Enola Holmes. Enola Holmes. Is that one of the trending things today? I mean, I don't know if it's trending. If this movie's been made, I heard about this movie being made uh, maybe uh, late last year. It stars Millie Bobby Brown and um, Henry Cavill. And basically, it's um, it centers around Sherlock Holmes' little sister. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. It's not out yet. No, it comes out next month. Yeah. I thought you, I thought you said Enola Holmes. Like, yeah. 
Enola Holmes. That, that's the girl's name. Enola, last name Holmes. I know Sherlock's younger sister. No, yes. I thought she said Enola, like as in New Orleans Holmes. I N N O L A H O M E S. Why would I? Who, what? That's why I'm like, what? What is that? I'm on Netflix that's... right now. I don't even see that. Can I search for that? But yeah, I am definitely gonna check that out. I think it drops September 23rd. Yeah, Sam. Uh, yeah, Sam Clifton is. Actually, this is actually pretty funny. So we got. Sam Clifton, who played um, Finnick O'Dare, um, and in the uh, in the Hunger Games stuff, he's also in that, that movie with um, Emily Clark, Amelia Clark. I'm sorry, uh, You Before Me, and uh, yeah, he's 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 cast as a Minecraft Holmes, which is obviously Sherlock's um, older brother, and um, it's just they they look like they could be related. That's a good cast, you know. Well, that's how it should be. Yeah, and then Helena Bonham Carter, I just, I, I just love that lady. She's just so dang classy. She's and, a fucking um, vampire, man. She, 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 she's yes. I'm, I'm, I'm just loving everything about this cast so far. I really hope it lands. I do. Yeah, that's same. Because Millie, Bar- ah, Millie Bobby Brown needs a win as far as film goes because Godzilla uh, King of the Monsters, <clears throat> very underwhelming film. I mean, she didn't write. And first off, there's like a lot of good actors in that um that movie. It wasn't her fault. Who else was in that movie? Because I just remember seeing her all in the uh, teaser trailer in the trailer. She had some. Okay, uh, Vera Farmiga, she's in there. Ken Watanabe. Uh, oh yeah, that them fight. Yeah, he he was in it. He's got a ton of um, people Is in that it. That all he uh, said Charles, again. Charles Dance, Sally Hawkins. Tons of really good people in it. Zong Ziyi was in it. Okay. Uh, Bradley, Bradley um, Whitford. I mean, they had tons of good actors in this movie and it just sucked already. You know, like out of all the people you just named, I probably only know like five. I mean, you, you can't know all the actors. I'm just saying, oh, Millie Bradley Brown was in it. She was in Stranger Things. You know, let's have her star power carry the whole film. No, this movie had other stars in it and none of them are at fault for how bad this movie is. They all play their roles as best they can. The movie's just written poorly. All right. True. All right. I mean, so Sally Hawkins didn't even have lines. Who the hell is Sally the, Hawkins? Like, really? You don't know who Sally Hawkins is? No. They killed her off. Like it, it was just why she was. I didn't watch the movie. Anyway, Sally Hawkins. Um, she is the mom in um, Paddington. She's also the lead actress in A Shape of Water. Okay. Yeah, I see her face now. She looks like a younger slash older um, Lily Tomlin. Okay, great. You know, from nine to five. I guess. All right, sir. So, um, are we gonna um, wrap it, or do you have any other stories? Uh, I actually do have two little things. Jared actually wants to join in on something real quick. Yeah, he was eating. Oh my god, bro! It's like he's. he's, Great, great timing. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I told him earlier. But yeah, he, we can we can hold his um segment for next week. Well, it's 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 kind of relevant now, and next week it'll be like super old news. All right, let's let him on. Let's All do right. this. Is All he right. ready? Let's do this. Now, hold on, real quick. I'm gonna pause it real quick and tell him to join. All right. So we have a guest on the Zoom. Someone the very I've first known. one you should be honored. Yeah. Someone I've known since pre-K? Kindergarten? I think kindergarten. Yeah. Kindergarten. My good friend Jared. How you doing? Let's give him a round. Let's give him a round of applause. 
<laughs> What's going on, everybody? What's going on? Nothing much. You actually came when we were actually on the verge of wrapping it up. We just got like a few small things to talk about at this yeah. point. So our last I was trying segment. to get you to talk about your favorite superhero of all time, Batman, but you were eating, like you said. Man, all I got to say about that is Christian Bale will always be the best Batman. Oh, my God. Uh, are you sure Batman's your, your, your favorite superhero? Because you, you just literally uh, uh, cited the weakest iteration of him. I mean, no, I, don't, I don't know. I would say what? No George gadgets. George no gadgets. Very awkward martial arts and a very clunky suit. What can this Batman do? Mm, he he kind of got you there. First I'm sorry, the choreography was 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 awful in that movie. The movie that, all that movie had was atmosphere and good acting and good writing. It's a great film. It is a shitty superhero movie. Now, Ben Affleck's Batman, say what you want about him, but that guy moved like a shadow, didn't he? His head turned, didn't he? He had a voice modulator, didn't he? He had an actual... Look, man, Christian yeah. Bell just hit you with that raspy voice. That... <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I, I want to see that guy run a mile. I think he has respiratory issues. Just saying. Come, come <laughs> saying on, that man. Bruce Wayne is dead now because of uh, everything going on in the world? Maybe. He got pre-existing conditions. Listen, I liked Christopher Nolan's Batman. I want to preface my, my, my comment with I liked Christopher Nolan's Batman, but he is the weakest iteration of any Batman we've had on film. Are I, you sick? Are you sick? I, I, you I, I, yes. I kid you I'm not. I'm gonna just sit George back Clooney, and listen to bro. this. George Come Clooney's on, Batman. I mean, yeah, he had credit cards and shot, but guess what? He had nah. gadgets. We know who gadgets. we know who the worst Batman was. So stop it. We're not we talking. The, the we're not talking about uh, critical. Leave response. Adam West alone. He's dead. Okay. We're not talking about critical response. Nah, we're, we're not gonna disrespect Adam West. Man. Right. I'm talking about George Clooney. I'm sorry, but they 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 had they had they had bad ice skates. Okay, they had they had a bad movie. I forgot about the bad ice skate. <laughs> Come on, man. I'm just saying. All, dude, all all Chris all Chris Nolan's Batman had was at legit weapons you can buy in an army surplus store with some, with, with a credit card. That's it. All his you couldn't, stuff. You couldn't buy that tank. That's why Bane had to steal his. You couldn't buy that. You can buy you had a Lucius tank. making them things. You can man. buy a tank. That's all. The, that's all the tumble was. Uh, Lucius now, had new things now the other Batmobiles were legit uh, Batmobiles. Like you can't acquire these um, vehicles, specifically um, uh, Ben Affleck's on um, Batman. Now that one was the actual one that was not a, just a legit car with um with props on it. No, that thing was a legit CGI looking tank. It had actual uh, uh, transformative abilities. Okay, wait, was, Ben Affleck's? Oh, yeah, Ben Affleck's. Been transforming to nothing. What are you, you talking kidding? about, bro? Dude, it, had, it, dude, it, it took all the turn and had. It, you can see the shock absorption. It was, it was a work of art. That was the one thing they did right with that movie. Was that goddamn bad movie? Because you know why Man, they actually I, had Chrysler make it. Let me tell you this: I hated that fight scene against Superman. I hated it. Look, the fight scene was whack. We're not discussing that. We're discussing the Batman in the in the con, in the conceptual sense. Okay, Chris Nolan's Batman. Sucks. He's too realistic. I'm sorry. Wait, I don't want a Batman where I can trip him. Don't it realistic. No, no, it's a comic book. It should be realistic. He why ain't is got no superpowers? Why is Catwoman not Catwoman? They never called her Catwoman. She's a she's a sexy lady in a skin side suit that takes her night vision goggles and puts them on top of her head, and they kind of look like cat ears if you squint. They 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 were too chicken shit to give us a Catwoman. Okay, she didn't even have a cat with her. All right, she yeah, didn't go out once. Okay, first and foremost. <laughs> After Holly Berry, her fine self, 
she, she went ahead and ruined the whole Catwoman thing. I'm cool if ain't never nobody named Catwoman again. That movie was so garbage. We got, we got Zoe Kravitz coming up. Uh, uh, I'm getting, I'm getting. Uh. Anyway, I thought we were going to talk about Project Power. No, we're not yeah. talking about Project we're, Power because Jared didn't watch it. You ain't watch. Oh, man. you ain't watch Project Man. Every every night I'm supposed to watch it, man. Lakers game on. You know we rooting for them. That's the uh. squad. Sports. <laughs> Let me know when y'all start talking about sports on here. I'll be coming. Well, this is what we talking about is Quidditch or pro bending. All right. Pro bending. What the hell is that? Avatar last airbender. Well, no, I'm done with Quidditch. you. Quidditch. Uh, Lesnar Cora. Lesnar Cora. Quidditch is uh, Harry Potter. Harry Potter, right? Yeah. Yo, Harry Potter is trash. Let me tell that to you and all your fans. Harry Potter is trash. Well, are you so referring stupid. to the movie, sir, or the novel series? Because I have no. He's about talking about the movies. The okay. movies, man. The movies dropped the ball. I can go. I can write dissertations about how the movie dropped the ball. We we know lack of footage and everything, but let's 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 get on to this topic. All right. So four days ago, LeBron uh, revealed the Toon Squad jerseys for Space Jam Two. What is it called? New Legacy or a new game or whatever it is. What are your thoughts on that? I don't like it. I don't like the 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 what is it? the the tone the color tone the color scheme of the jersey. I, I would prefer for them, like, I don't know, just either use the original jerseys or, like, switch up the color, like, change the Why would you or something use the like original jerseys? I mean, like, use that same kind of that makes zero sense. logo and everything instead of, like, kind of having, like, the Looney Tunes logo, like, wrap around, like, the side. Nah, I'm digging it. They lean into that shite. Lean into Man. it. I'm loving that. I'm saying lean into it, all right? Now, I don't know why we getting another Space Jam in the first place, but if you're going to do it, do it right. I said this earlier. Yeah, and see, that's my thing too. Personally, I can care less about the jersey. I just care about what the quality of the movie is going to be like. I don't know why they made a whole release about the jersey. Like, well, the jerseys are a pretty big uh, deal about the plot. Well, I mean, it, I mean, I'd rather them just do it in the trailer for the actual movie when I can really put everything in context instead of just seeing LeBron just walking out. Yeah, are they gonna fix his ball shirt? spot. They gonna cover that up. They gonna LeBron been using Beijing or whatever. So sometimes he got it, sometimes he don't. I think he needs to just embrace it and go ball. Look, man. Then I they definitely gonna ball. call him a Jordan ripoff. Just own the just own the baldness, man. Baldness, baldness. Sexy. Look, Samir, everybody ain't you. Everybody can't shave their head. Mine look like a milk dove when I did it two years ago. I'm sorry. I got roasted by my guy kids of all people. Your genes have failed you. I'm sorry. I'm all right? bald. I'm just saying. I have a weird shaped head. Because your genes failed you. I'm Whatever, sorry. Man, shut up. But I, don't, I mean, I'm be real with you. I don't even think this movie needed to be made. It right. didn't need to be made. I'm, Space Jam came out in, what, 95, 96? All right, I think it didn't need to be made because there's tons of kids nowadays that will not watch the original one because it looks dated. I'm sorry, it didn't age. What are you well. talking about? Space Jam still looks amazing. No, it Stop doesn't. It. What is the only, amazing? Amazing? The only, the, the only no. part that looks bad is when Michael's stretching at the end of the game. Yeah, uh, exactly. Everything looks movie, pretty man. bad. All the CGI, all of that stuff looks trash now. That's like, It does. I know it's you off topic, but it's like I went topic. back. I know it's off topic, but it's like I went back and tried to watch The Mask with my kids. Man, it was so terrible. I had to turn it off like 10 minutes into the movie. Like some of the some of the CGI just doesn't age well. And that Space Jam, man, I can't even go back and watch that even from the, for nostalgia purposes. Like I can't even watch that anymore. The problem I is. I guess because it's, it's been a, so long, I haven't checked it out. 
Well, the sense. problem is it's a larger conversation of, and uh, you know, Bernard and I have talked about this plenty of times, is the lack of creativity in Hollywood. We uh, were actually just talking about that because what movie did I, we were just talking about that's being remade or we, were, we, we just went off about remakes like for like a good five, ten minutes before you called in. Yeah. Let me tell you, it's Spider-Man. Oh, The Exorcist, that's what it was. Yeah. That's something that better stop remaking. I'm tired of seeing Peter Parker over and over and over. I'm so sick of them remakes. Look, I don't we gonna, we gonna get another Peter Parker in like 10 years. Listen, sometimes you need to reboot things. We might need we might need a new origin story, but we definitely need a new fresh faces on the characters. I, I can't stress this enough how I do not like that they're tying characters to actors. I said this before with the whole Batwoman debacle. Dear God, that series yeah. could have been good. Yeah, he, he's still mad about Ruby Rose leaving in. I'm not mad about her. Look, do you, baby girl? It's like I said, I did it again. Yeah, do stop. You, <laughs> do, do you, Miss Rose? Okay, you, you need to take care of yourself. That's fine. I'm mad at the studio for not recasting her role. Okay, let someone else play Kate Kane. All right, it makes no sense from any standpoint, writing wise, to, to, to bring in a completely new character that has no ties to the existing cast. All right, for that show. All right, dear God, it's such a bad idea. Look, man, a lot of the times when you recast, you don't want to recast your main character unless the person unfortunately dies and is like, okay, perfect example, Riverdale. Uh-huh. Uh, KJ Evans. No, see, you jumping the shark again. Let oh, me see Luke this. Perry, Luke Perry. I'm not even talking about Luke Perry. See, if you shut up and let me talk for two minutes. <laughs> are you talking about, um, what's the face, the, the, the Zach and Cody kid? Once again. You still talking. Shut up. KJ Appa, the guy who plays Archie, was he worked like a 16-hour day and drove back to his house in Canada, trailer, whatever. Uh-huh. He got in a car accident. Uh-huh. Do you think the show would have kept going or do you think it would have ended then and there? Because uh, it's hard to say, but if they want you to really think they're gonna recast Archie, you gotta think about they backlash. Kill Archie in Riverdale. So, yeah, the backlash would be happening, but guess what? The guy died. You can't be mad at the studio for someone dying, okay, unexpectedly. So, yes, they did what they had to do. They recast it. Hopefully, the actor is good. And then, No, no, no. Yeah, he's fine. They uh, they got I him. I meant the actor. Hopefully, the actor was oh. good enough. Now, I know he's fine. He, he bounced back, obviously. I'm just saying, recast. All right, this was stage, and, you're, and you're, one of your actors died? You recast. What is up with people not being okay with recast? It used to be all. It used to be happening all the time back in the day in, in film and theater. Now people are all attached to the actor. Yes, okay? I was gonna say that's the thing. Attachment. You grow up watching these people. You gotta think about it, man. We had Robert Downey Jr. for eleven. It years. It doesn't matter. Don't get attached to the to the actor. Get attached to the role and their performance. Is their performance is good? Great. There are other skilled actors out there that can bring just as good, if not better, uh, performances. He's not the only one that can play as Tony Stark. He's just a good Tony Stark. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I I feel you how you can get attached to characters. The only times that I can really think of where, you know, it worked out okay was in uh, Fresh Prince and Family Matters. I'm oh. talking about like, yeah, like TV shows. In Harriet, what a recast on Family Matters. Harriet, Harriet. Yeah. that dark skin for Lark. Well, you know what's so crazy? Is- no, you're talking about you're talking about Aunt Viv. Both. I don't remember the I don't remember the first lady. I remember I only remember the one Harriet. What season was this? Like the later seasons. 
Oh, later season. I, I think I, when I, it, I think it went over. Let me get this straight. Yes. So when when they so I'm talking like the, the later seasons of Family Matters when like they're like ten seasons in or twelve seasons in, they casted they recasted the mom. Yes. Did she want to leave? They did. did they? I thought they did. They did, but I don't know if she wanted to leave. But yes, we had two Harriet Winslows. Yeah, I thought so. Okay, I just I don't see. Okay, I mean, I just find that strange that they casted a character. I mean, if she wanted to leave, fine, but if they fired, did she want more money? Once again, I don't remember. But yes, she was recast. All right, well, okay. And, well, and she, uh, uh, Joe Marie Payton, who was Sugar Mama on The Proud Family, was the original Harriet Wilson. And Judy Ann Elder was oh, it was only for the last season. Never mind. Yeah, I guess she was tired. Yeah, she might have been tired. Yeah, maybe. Was, oh, wait. Yeah, she only came in for season nine. Okay, it I might have been half of season there. nine. I remember. I'm like, yo, here it looks a members, uh, syndicated. Like, do they get royalties for that? I'm pretty sure they do. I I haven't seen it on any any channel. What Family Matters? Yeah. It's on bounce. What the heck is bounce? They just show a lot of <laughs> black stuff. That's the name of the episode. What the heck is bounce? That's the title. I, I think it should be generals, man. Generals. <laughs> Stop it. Okay. Just saying. I can't with you sometimes. But but yeah, no, I can feel you being tired to actors. Like I just I don't know, it's just part of it. Like I just I don't feel think like... it's I don't think it's good for the roles. I don't think it's good for the pro- the intellectual property to let an actor have Look, that we much were we were just talking about how we we want Henry Cavill to keep being Superman. I said I'm good because first off, he's still young and he's still he's still willing to do it. Great. He looks like a freaking good Superman. Now, if if he gets too old or he wants to do other things, Hollywood is very rich and tall white dudes. Cast another guy. So, so you'd be cool if someone else was cast for Wonder Woman? Yes. Once again, you can find a fairly tall woman with a ambiguous... In fact, I love Gal Gadot or Godot. I love her. She's, she's a very nice lady, but she, her, she needs a, a dialect coach because she can't ever drop that accent. She's always the exotic foreign lady in any role she plays because she can't drop her accent. True. So if they casted a British actor because I know you hate. I don't. You know you don't like British actors in roles. But guess what? They who don't like Europe, British actors in roles. European actors usually are great because they can they can they, they can change their um their accent on that drop of a hat. They can do American. They can do various regions I of. Know, uh, but I never said I hate British actors. I just said I'm tired of seeing them in all these American superheroes. Now why are you trying to see them? Why, why are you tired of seeing them? Why? Because they're good and they they fit in a lot of roles because they're formally trained. And they're they're fluid. That's why they're good. That's why you want to cast those kind of guys, okay? Because they can change with the role. All right. You don't want to get someone who who you need to change the role for them. All right. Never change the role for the actor. Change the actor for the role. Okay. That's why European actors are a little more superior. Okay. I mean, but we have American actors like that as well. Sure, we do. But okay, let's say let's take uh, someone who's really into their roles and their and the and what they and the jobs they do. Uh, Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf, weird dude, but guess what? I have number of respect for that guy. Why? Because he gets into his roles. I still but, can't believe he got that tattoo for real. Yeah, that was nuts. But yeah, he's, he, he's self-taught. He's self-taught. He doesn't have he doesn't have a, a whole repertoire or, or, or a whole closet full of tools he can employ in his acting. He has just his one thing. 
And if he loses that thing, he's he, I don't know if he ever get, get it back again. Same thing with Kristen Stewart. Kristen Stewart is a fairly, is a fairly skilled actress, okay? Yes, she, uh, yeah, she is. Uh, now, if, you're, if you're just if you're just grading her uh, on Twilight, then you, you you don't have an argument there because she's done other roles besides that. No, I saw that new movie uh, that she was in where they were underwater. Uh, yeah. Underwater. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. <laughs> it was it was an okay movie. Um, she did all right, man. What was wrong? What's your problem with that movie? I mean, it was all right, but I don't think like but the, the act- movie was all right. Though. That's I, the I mean, thing, I, though. I don't think her acting just like stands out. You and, know, well, like, she, well, if you're expecting the actor to carry the film, that should never be the case. It should always be a good film that casts good actors. You can't expect the actor to save a film. That's not going to work. Denzel do it in every movie he in. Does he though? He's been in bad movies. You, I've seen it happen before. Uh, the Book of Eli. Book of Eli is a pretty crappy movie. All right. No, I wasn't. It's not a good, a good no, movie. The ending was dumb. When you find out the whole movie was kind of dumb. And yeah, the ending flopped. But did Denzel say that movie? No, they had Gary Oldman, Denzel Washington, I think a couple other really good mm-hmm. actors. In Mila Kunis. Well, she's, yeah, she's okay. But the point is, that movie was not saved by those two stellar actors. Okay? They had two stellar actors, and that movie still was trash. So yeah, actors don't save movies. Good movies put um, pull up good actors. That's what they do. I don't know, man, because I feel like you can have a trash script. And if you got a quality actor, you're gonna have good uh, performance. You're gonna have a good performance in a bad movie. That happens yeah. all the time. And that's Will not Smith does it because Will Smith can act, but man, his movie Hancock choices. Hancock was trash. His movie choices have been terrible lately. Yeah, and right? Hancock is trash. Or, or what about After Earth? After Earth was garbage. Oh, Look, he like did that as movie. a favor because well, Jada's brother what? wrote it. That's the thing, though. See, Will Smith only has Will Smith. He doesn't have other things in his repertoire. He can't become anything else. Every time he's on film, he's Will Smith to a different degree. Okay, Deadshot was no different from Hancock, just in a different setting, in my opinion. Like he's he's always charismatic. He's always throwing out one-liners. That's he's the same dude every goddamn film. I think once in a while he comes out of his shell. Uh, Seven pounds and pursuit of happiness. Hitch, no, Hitch. He was still once again charismatic (laughs) and snarky. That's what he does. All right, it was better than Hancock. Oh, I hated it just because I was working at the movie theater when it came out. So, so. Hancock was a solid movie. The hell it was? What the man? You, you okay, bro? Are you sure? Hancock was, was trash. It was hot. Samir, calm down. You're starting to get pitchy. No, angry blurs. Okay. <laughs> right. All right, I'm angry. Yeah. Goddamn, Hancock was terrible. It, it, nah. a ton of, it had a ton of good actors in it. Okay, tons of good. The, the, the cast was solid. Still was trash. Why the movie was written? What was bad about it? it well, you serious? The setting. This, it was. It, it was flat, bro. The, the whole thing was dumb. The whole the weird pairing of these two ancient Greek whatever they were, and then it wasn't a super. They duped everyone thinking it was a superhero movie, and it wasn't. And then it was still. And then she stayed with the dude, anyways. All right, so your, your your boy that you loved in the past. You cucking your real husband with them? What's going on with that? That that ending was so unsatisfying, and it, it just well, they couldn't the stay character. together because it was a cycle of death. Whenever they reconnected, they would one of them would die. So she don't love her current husband. And yeah, she grew to love him. And what about the dude? What about Hancock? That none of that makes. That's not a. That's not. A he good, don't remember her. So that's not a good. That's not a good. And he does remember her. Not think that's not a good um uh, resolution. No, she flat. she filled in the blanks from and, where. He um, kind of lost his memory. Remember, because he only had the ticket for Frankenstein, so she filled him in on what happened that night. But by the time she he got to, did they she explain got to the, why they always get killed? 
Yeah, because when they're by each other, their powers nullify. No, not not that they're weak. Why they always getting attacked all the time? Oh, they didn't explain that at all. Exactly. Did they? And the reviews reflect that. This movie has trash reviews. It did did it did critically trash. Okay, I'm critically trash and commercially trash. It was dumb all around. It was garbage. And, that, and he was the same character. Front, man. I'd rather watch Hancock than Batman versus Superman. And I mean, <laughs> Batman, Batman versus Superman was, was it had pacing issues, and yet it was also poorly written. If I were to be perfectly brutal to it, like yes, I said, the, the Ultimate Edition fills in a few plot holes, but we did not need to know that report. Yeah, and we did not need to know that guy who got killed at the beginning was Jimmy Olsen. Man, the movies already too long, man. Like I swear, like at least the Marvel movies, they're long, but I'm entertained throughout the whole movie. Those freaking DC movies, man, I'd be like, yo, can you chop off 30 minutes of these movies? Look, a movie, if a movie's well-paced and written correctly, it can be three and a half hours long and you won't feel it. Shazam was good. Hamilton was great. I watched that movie all the movie. I watched that play all the way through in one sitting, and I did not not feel it at all. That was was like three three and a half hours. Yeah, Hamilton was really good. I was definitely surprised, because I'm not a musical person. Like, you know, only like, I think, what, Grease might be the only other musical movie that I ever liked, but no, that it was really good. It was really good. Cinderella with Brandy and Whitney Houston for me. Oh, God. that was a musical. Yeah. Seriously, why? I'm not saying you can like them. I'm just saying there's other musical theater out there. I mean, have some culture. Look, I yeah. saw Miss Saigon in the theater, so thank you very much, sir. Wait, was was Crybaby a musical? Yes. yes. That's a good yeah, thing. Crybaby Cry was dope, too. Okay, yes. See, there you go. Culture, Bernard. I saw Crybaby. You didn't say nothing. You said something. You said Because I didn't like it. You said something made-for-TV Disney movie like you're 10 years old. <laughs> yeah, Whatever. Me, I also did just say Miss Saigon, you dick. I didn't hear that. I heard you. I heard you. I said Miss Saigon after I said Cinderella. You got hearing Whatever. issues. I ain't got hearing issues. I got bullshit issues. <laughs> I, can't, I, can't, I can't stand your bullshit. Just, just, ugh. Anyways, all right, we, we we've uh, we've drawn this on uh, quite a bit. So, uh, do you want to wrap it up now and do the outro? Uh, yeah. What are you guys planning on doing this weekend? Only thing I'm probably gonna do, like as far as like entertainment is, is the Avengers beta because I think this is definitely the last weekend. Yeah, this last weekend, uh, and um, I'm gonna watch hoops on Netflix and possibly start Lucifer season right. five part. One. I have to do a, a Lord of the Rings marathon, which I've been waiting to do. Why? And, uh, it's Lord. Wait, you mean, excuse me. Are you gonna do it in order though? You gonna go Hobbit? Why would you First off, it's always just been Lord of the Rings. Why would you do Hobbit? Hobbit is ill-paced and, and ill-made. Okay, because it was related. It's all related. If I'm gonna we, watch we something, shouldn't had, we shouldn't have had three Hobbit films. They should have. I know. Way to make we, that one we, film. Nah, I would have been good with two. No, it would have been three three films. They would have made it three hours. Maybe having to send a couple three and a half hours. Call it a day. That movie would have been much better if it was three hours. And that would have been the whole trilogy. Just, uh, just cut all that but, stuff out. Yo, but why? But why all the movies so boring though? Because <laughs> they, 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 because it was spread too thin. It's like butter on on too much toast. Like Bilbo you said, too much butter on toast. <laughs> yeah, like like Bilbo said, man. I, all right, but the point is, no, I'm, we're watching the extended cut of Lord of the Rings because that's actually good. So okay? you are going to spend nine hours watching Lord of the Rings? Did I stutter? Oh God. I mean, at least when I watch the Marvel movies, I space them out. That's because you have your week, all right, sir. Look, I'm not watching nine hours of movies. Your bloodline's week, and you will not survive the winter. Is that from Game of Thrones? It's from wherever you want it to be. It's true. 
whatever. <laughs> so, Jared, how, how did you feel about your uh, first appearance on the show? I was cool, man. I appreciate y'all having me. I just wish y'all start watching better movies on the weekend. Like, what kind of trash is y'all watching? But I was talking about TV it, shows on Netflix that man, just dropped. I'm telling you, I'm about to. I'm actually planning on uh, watching the best trilogy ever. Bad Boys. Nah. That's uh, uh, you know that's probably a close second, but John. How is that a close second to anything? Okay, yes, John Wick is a, a great trilogy. I think I'm gonna get through. All, gonna I don't know if it's the best John. trilogy, but it's a it's a great trilogy. Yes, but Bad Boys, Bad Boys. I I, I mean, the what? third the third one. See, the third one to me is the weakness. I love the first two. Wow, I thought the, the third, third one, for I understand, is the best one out of the trilogy. Well, I mean, I thought it was a good movie still, but man, so those John. I thought one was me and trash. Bernard. All, me and Bernard argue back and forth about, about John Wick or Bad Boys. Yeah, I was about to say well, well, that. Well, we argued about uh, in 2000, what was the best movie that came out in 2019? And I thought it was John Wick 3, and he said Avengers Endgame. I said Endgame. And John Wick I 3 think, is a very solid film. Honestly, you could say it's the best film of uh, 2003. I'm sorry, 2019. Yeah, and that's why. So, I'm, you know, I'm trying to get through all three of those this weekend, man. You're still logged into my voodoo, right? Yeah. Okay. Look, I, but, I'm not saying that, that it is the best movie of 2013. Um, I don't say 13 again. 2019, but you know what? The fact that you said it, I, I can't argue too much about it because the movie's solid. It has virtually no weaknesses, and uh, it, it's just a, a, a home run. So if that's your yeah. first film. Then yeah, he, you know, John Wick is the only movie where one dude is beating up a lot of people, and I feel like this could actually really happen. Like, just the way that they choreograph it, like, you know, you'll have multiple people come at him at one time. You know, you watch some of them, and it's like they just wait one at a time. And you're like, come on, nobody would do this in real life. Like, the way they do the scenes in John Wick, I actually could believe that somebody could well, do that. Well, they, um, they, they had a stunt team and choreography that they made for these movies called John Wick Action. They, that, that, that team is dedicated to, these, to that trilogist film franchise. That's why it's so good. Yeah, the, those things are phenomenal. And, uh, but yeah, I mean, but what I was saying with the 2019 thing was just the fact I thought anything in game was that great of a movie. Like I, I thought it was just really hyped up okay. because it tied everything together, you know, and finished. I, mean, out. I wouldn't go that far to say that. I mean, it yeah. is in game for. I mean, it's in game. Well, right. I thought I thought it tied up everything, and I thought Jared's not a fan good. of of dramatic pacing. Especially no. the dramatic pacing that was in Endgame. He 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 prefers more action over anything. Yeah, right, pay, see, I'm an action guy. Off, and I, payoff is, is is necessary. I thought the first um the first one Infinity um, War. Infinity War. I thought that one man from beginning to end it was a lot of action. And for someone like me who never read the comic books or anything like that, I had no idea that it was gonna like the movie was gonna end on a cliffhanger because every movie you saw up to that point it's always superhero yeah, it was a resolution and then it ends and so man you could hear a pin drop in the movie theater when half of the freaking people faded away and um they didn't stop the um the villain and like i was literally my jaw was dropped like that movie i thought was so great that you know my expectations were so high with the final one and it kind of fell flat to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would say they landed very well. They stuck the landing in my opinion, but yeah. you're entitled to your opinion, bro. And I don't know if it's just me, but 
Oh, Captain America looks like Joe Biden. That is just you. Yeah, that's you, bro. <laughs> Shut up, both of y'all. I was watching. I was watching. Uh, Do all old white guys look like you? No, they don't. Oh, sure? that's what are you're you trying sure? to say. Yes, that's what. You know what? You know what? Both of y'all can shut up. All right. Well, on that note, let's hit the outro. All right, guys. Uh, this is but oh, uh, Jared, we 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 gonna do the division after I get off of work tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, I'm down. All right, cool. All right, guys. Uh, thank you for checking in and listening to another episode of Angry uh, the Angry Blurs podcast. Be sure to rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend. Oh, and our lucky winner will be getting his uh, Ken uh, Funko uh, in a couple of days. So this is Bernard, and this is Samir, and we will see you what next week Friday. Yep. Yeah, so we'll see you guys next week. Yeah, same Blur channel, same Blur network. Why would you do that? Do what? You've never done that before. Why? (laughs) What you mean? All right, guys, see Well, last I checked, it was America. I can do what I want. Okay, yeah, okay. You know what the outro song is going to be? This is America. So, yeah, let's let's leave it on that. (laughs) Don't get sued. All right. All right, see ya. This is America. Don't catch you slipping now. Don't catch you slipping now. Look what I'm whipping now. This is America. Don't catch you slipping now. Don't catch you slipping now. Look what I'm whipping now.